Good morning, and a warm welcome to your show, Sunny Mornings in San Diego. We're the daily podcast that gets you started on the right foot and always with a positive vibe. I'm your host, Melissa, and it's Friday, January 12th. You'll be interested to know. Today is National Kiss a Ginger Day. Only 2% of the population has red hair, and that number is actually decreasing over time. So today, go find yourself a ginger, ask permission, and then give them a big smooch. Goodness, I never thought I'd wish I had red hair, but today, I do. Now let's check out the weather in the San Diego area. This morning, it's partly cloudy and 45 degrees with 70% humidity. Tonight, the sun will set at 5.03 p.m. and it will rise again tomorrow at 6.51 a.m. It looks like we're in for a day of sun with a high near 63. Southeast wind around five mile per hour. Tonight, partly cloudy with a low around 45 in calm wind. And now the surf report. Expect smaller northwest swells with waist to stomach highways at average spots and chest to shoulder high had better breaks. Early offshore wind will keep conditions clean, shifting lightly onshore in the afternoon. The weekend brings smaller, cleaner waves, ideal for beginners. A new northwest swell starts Sunday, gradually increasing surf size through midweek. La Jolla and South San Diego is looking like two to three feet and clean before 11, and getting a little more sloppy as the day progresses. Saturday is looking similar, and Sunday is looking unrideable as of now. The first high tide today will be seven feet at 9 a.m., with a minus two foot low tide at 4.15 p.m. The nearshore buoy at Scripps and La Jolla reads 58.6 degrees for the water temperature. Starting tomorrow, we'll see a pleasant weekend with mostly sunny skies and highs near 64 degrees, accompanied by calm winds shifting southwest. Evenings bring a slight chance of showers and increasing clouds, with lows around 49 degrees. Martin Luther King Day continues the trend with sunny skies and a high near 66 degrees. And now a greeting from our sponsor. Bonjour, food enthusiasts. This podcast is brought to you by Versailles Cafe and Pastries in Encinitas. Nestled on El Camino Real South, just north of Encinitas Boulevard, this cafe is a haven for culinary delights. Indulge in the divine experience of their amazing Hags Benedict or their gluten-free crepes. You can grab a panini for lunch or just breeze on through to get your morning coffee. They are open every day from eight to five. So stop on by and don't forget to tell them Sunny sent you. In top news, in a groundbreaking discovery, scientists from the Federal University of Sao Paulo's medical school have uncovered potential benefits in the venom of the South American lancehead pit viper, Cotiera. Their study, published in the journal Biochemy, reveals that a peptide in the venom could help lower blood pressure. This peptide functions similarly to proteins in the drug Captopril, which inhibits the ACE enzyme crucial for blood pressure control. 
The team's work suggests that snake venom might offer a new avenue for developing ACC inhibitor drugs, which currently have side effects like dizziness and coughs. This finding not only opens doors to novel blood pressure medications, but also underscores the importance of biodiversity in medical research. Now let's talk technology. The rise and fall of the IBM way offers a compelling look into the history of IBM, a pioneer in technology. The book, co-authored by Ralph Watson Nesselvany and Mark Wortman, delves into the story of Thomas J. Watson Jr., the company's influential mid-20th century CEO. It highlights IBM's significant contributions from mainframe computing to AI, underlining its role in ushering in the digital age. Despite its technological achievements, IBM's culture, focused on employee welfare and social responsibility, gradually became outdated. The company's journey is marked by its transition from mechanical to electronic technologies and the pivotal role played by the Watson family. This story not only traces IBM's technological innovations, but also reflects the changing dynamics of corporate America, exploring themes of entrepreneurship, family dynamics, and the evolving nature of work in the digital era. And in stock market news, Kathy Wood, CEO of ARK Invest, predicts Bitcoin could reach $1.5 million by 2030, a significant increase from her previous $1 million forecast. This bullish scenario follows the SEC's approval of spot Bitcoin ATVs in the U.S., marking a major development for the cryptocurrency. Wood also outlines a bear case with Bitcoin rising to $258,500 and a base case of $682,800. ARK's revised prediction is influenced by factors like Bitcoin's growing hash rate and an increase in addresses with non-zero balances. This optimistic outlook is shared by entities like Standard Chartered Bank, foreseeing substantial growth in Bitcoin's value in the coming years. In crypto prices, Bitcoin is hovering at $46,650, up about 6% on the week. Ethereum is up 15% at $2,615. And Solana closes the week up 45% from a month ago at $101.36. Now on to sports. It's official. Bill Belichick is out as the head coach of the New England Patriots. The end of an era is now final. Thanks for the memories, Bill. And here are the details about the big games this weekend. Saturday, up first at 1.30, we have the Browns at the Texans. Then Dolphins at Chiefs at 5 p.m. A note about that game. If you don't live in Miami or Kansas City, you will need to stream the game on the Peacock app on a mobile device or smart TV. It's free of charge, but you will have to use the Peacock app one way or another. On Sunday at 10 a.m., we have Steelers at Bills. Then at 1.30, Green Bay at Dallas, and at 5 p.m., Rams at Lions. And the last game is on Sunday night at 5 p.m. with the Eagles at Buccaneers. Now in the NBA. Last night, the Lakers at home against the Suns 
lost another one, 127 to 109. And tomorrow, the Clippers are on the road taking on the Grizzlies in national hockey. Last night, the Kings on the road taking on the Panthers lost three to two. And the Ducks on the road also lost to the Hurricanes, six to three. Moving on to a more local vibe. In our community spotlight on health and wellness, we are working with a national Pilates studio in your area to bring you some free classes, so listen up. Check out Club Pilates with several locations in North and South County San Diego. Pilates presents a comprehensive wellness approach, cultivating strength, reducing tension, and elevating mental well-being. Scientific research affirms its benefits, connecting Pilates to enhanced core strength, improved flexibility, and better posture. It's a well-supported avenue for physical and mental health in just a few dedicated sessions. So now you can check out Club Pilates for a free class with locations in Encinitas, Salona Beach, Oceanside, La Jolla, and more. Be sure to tell them Sunny Mornings sent you by. And now back to the show. In local news, in a dramatic turn of events, a U.S. Navy helicopter from the Maritime Strike Squadron 41 crashed into San Diego Bay during a routine training session last night. Miraculously, all six crew members on board survived. This remarkable outcome was due in part to the proximity of a safety boat and the timely assistance of federal fire. All crew members were promptly rescued and are currently receiving medical evaluations. The Navy is now actively investigating the cause of this crash. Squadron 41, known for training naval aviators and air crewmen in this advanced Seahawk, a key maritime strike platform, faces a tense wait as further details emerge. This story is still unfolding, so stay tuned for more updates. And in entertainment news, Willem Dafoe, joining the cast of Beetlejuice 2, has passionately defended the sequel against the common accusation of being a mere money grab. He emphasizes that the film presents a genuine and compelling story worthy of being a sequel to Tim Burton's 1988 horror comedy. The sequel, directed by Burton, reunites original stars Michael Keaton, Winona Ryder, and Catherine O'Hara, and introduces new faces like Jenna Ortega, Monica Bellucci, and Justin Theroux. Defoe, initially reluctant to reveal much, eventually expressed his enthusiasm for the project, highlighting the original spirit of the movie and the return of key cast members. Beetlejuice 2, slated for a September 6 release, brings back the iconic character of Beetlejuice with a story that explores themes of family, life-changing moments, and the supernatural. DeVos comments suggest a sequel that respects its roots while bringing a fresh perspective to the beloved franchise. Well, alrighty folks, it's time for the quote of the day. And today, our quote comes from Lucille Ball. The I Love Lucy star said, once in his life, Every man is entitled to fall madly in love with a gorgeous red head. So today, on National Kiss a Ginger Day, everyone here at Sunny Mornings Podcast 
wishes you the best of luck finding your ginger for a smooch, or maybe even some mad love. And that's a wrap for this week. We did it. Keep an eye out tomorrow for a bonus episode. Have an amazing weekend, my good friends. Stay safe and enjoy yourself to the fullest. We'll be back soon with another Sunny Mornings podcast. Thanks for tuning in. 